Hello and welcome everybody to another edition, another episode of Scott Schilling Speaks. I'm your host, Scott Schilling. I've got a friend that's got a very important movement that you need to know about. It's the Let Your Light Shine movement. Um, she's a confidence and interview coach and the host of Every Day is a New Day. Kim O'Neill, thanks for joining us here on Scott Schilling Speaks. Thank you so much, Scott. I'm happy to be here and just be part of what you do and connect with you today and, of course, your audience. So um, thank you for having me. Certainly. Well, let's talk about your show a little bit. Every day is a new day. That sounds like a really good mantra for people, especially in this day and age. I agree. It's so funny. Someone asked me the other day, oh, my goodness, you do that every single day? No, I don't do it every single day. The message is every day is a new day. And it's it's all about what we're going through right now. It's all about um, having hope. It's all about uh, what supports you in moving forward. It's it's about learning from whatever you are currently taking away from this moment. And then through that learning, you know, being more of you, like I really feel like our challenges that we have that we experience in life, uh, when we choose to learn from them and choose is such a key word here. We always have choice. When we choose to learn from them, we have a natural opportunity to then be more of who we are in the world, be more of our, uh, free self, be our authentic self. Um, our highest self. And so, so yes, so through our conversations, we talk about moving forward and then, you know, who are you and let's just have fun and play with it. And so they're fun conversations. And, um, I'm at this particular moment of the, of doing Scott Schilling speaks, I'm on a little bit of a break, but, um, I do plan to come back, uh, at some point later this year. So, well, it's, it's true. So, you know, people have been, um, it's interesting because I've had a lot of conversations already today with people, you know, with starting a new week. And I find people on Mondays are either one of two ways. Either they're really excited to get the week going and okay, I'm refreshed and ready to go, or they're not. <laughs> we don't even have to describe the other side, uh, right? They're, uh, they've heard too much stuff. They've, they've whatever, they've uh, wallowed over the weekend. How do you maintain the hope in the middle of some of the junk that's out there today? That's a great question. I, I think there's lots of ways to answer that. The first thing that comes to mind is knowing that what is right now has not always been. Everything is temporary. Every moment is temporary. And when we start to, the more we recognize that, wait a second, I do have a choice of what I choose to think of what I choose to believe of the actions I choose to take or not take. We realize that those can impact then what happens in the next moment, the next day. And how does that impact how I feel? Well, and how does that also then have a ripple effect on what I experience and all of it shifting my beliefs. And so the more we follow that path and realize, wait a second, I do have more power in this moment. Even if I'm struggling, you know, like there are always new challenges. I believe as long as each person is alive, there's going to be another, another thing to, okay, well now let's learn through this one. And as you see yourself grow and gain more strength and realize, oh, wow, I, I did get through that. Wow. And I came out even stronger and better. And Okay. And then you have the next hurdle come through life. It's just, you realize, okay, there's, there's, there's nothing I can't handle. Um, the phrase, 
uh, what God only gives us what we can handle. So something to that effect, um, or God gives us nothing. We can't handle something to that effect. I do believe that that's true. And, um, believe we are so much more powerful than we may remember in any given moment. And so one way is to look at, well, what have you already overcome in the past? You know, connect with people who are part of your support system, because that can also help uh, you to remember who you are and what you're capable of when you forget. I also love journaling. Journaling is a fantastic way. Let's say that you feel like you don't have anybody in this moment. Connect with yourself. Connect with yourself. You know more than you give yourself credit for. And when you start to just take time to journal out, what are you currently feeling and experiencing and and what's coming up for you in this moment? And just work it out on paper. There's no right or wrong about what you're writing. If you continue to follow that path until, ah, now I see more clearly. Now I have some new insight into the current situation and I'm now more freed up to move forward more confidently. So those are just a few ways to tap into hope. Um, But I believe that hope is so important and uh, it's never to be undervalued. Absolutely true. We're coming off the weekend of uh, 9-11 and there were a lot of shows over the weekend, a lot of different things. I know my wife and I watch uh, shows uh, particular to children of those that had uh, passed in the um, in the Twin Tower event, uh, many fire firemen and and um, those, and it was amazing the resolve of these children of the fallen. You know, twenty years later, and and how proud and excited they are to be of service like their fallen parent. Aww. It's very cool. I didn't, I didn't see any of that, but I believe it. I, you know, I I've heard, and we see through examples of what you just shared that children are very resilient and, um, that's beautiful. That is a beautiful gift of hope to the world to see that. Yeah, it was, it was really amazing to, to think through. And I think, you know, there are some interesting times. It's the word I'm going to choose for today, uh, that we're living in right now. Um, a lot of um, things moving back and forth, uh, maybe some uncertainty. So how do you gain a foundation um, when it seems like people are nipping at that foundation fairly consistently? Ooh, that is such a good question. Ooh, oh, Scott. Okay. Okay. First, uh, first I have to share because you used a key word that came up for me last week, the word uncertainty. So, uh, you know, and you, and you said something about, um, you know, things continually shifting and stuff. And I can certainly attest to having my own experience. I think many of us can, uh, a feeling like we're kind of just ebbing and flowing with so many different things. It's, you know, I can, I can recall one day last week, I was doing amazing another day last week. Not so great. (laughs) And, and the more I allow myself to, embrace that, you know what, I'm, I'm human. I get to have these experiences and none of it discounts what I've learned over the years, what I know about myself. And so that brings me to this, this moment I had last week of 
feeling very, I was actually journaling and I have a journaling practice where I ask myself, okay, what am I feeling? And now what do I want to feel? Because what I'm feeling in the moment isn't always what I want to feel. And I identified that I was feeling, I actually had a moment of feeling very peaceful and at ease. And there was a hint of that uncertainty. And I kept wanting to push that away. I kept wanting to deny that I felt that uncertainty. And it's like, no, Kim, you know better. Do not deny your feelings. And so I allowed myself to recognize in that moment, I am feeling this sense of uncertainty. And in the moment of embracing it and recognizing it, allowing myself to just be present with it, I also then had that awareness of the longer I dwell on the uncertainty, however, it's going to take me out of this present moment. And I will eventually, sooner than later, no longer even be feeling peaceful or at ease. So the gift was in recognizing and owning the feeling, which also allowed me to release the need for having to be certain. So I could remain more present with the peace and ease. And so uh, that is, I think, one of the very uh, key tools to everything we experience in life, especially what you just suggested about how do we, you know, continue to, uh, how do we continue to move forward regardless of things nipping at us? And it's allow yourself to have your feelings and then come back to the place of remembering who you are right here and right now and try to eliminate, you know, the, any, any anguish or sadness about the past, any fear or anxiety or uncertainty about the future and to be more present with what is right now, because in the present moment is always, always, always where we have our greatest source of power. And we may not know what's going to happen next, but if you can be here right now, that is going to give you the best space for knowing what to do in the next moment when something unexpected comes and nips at you. And I will just top it off. I know that was a long winded answer, but I will top it off with saying that a phrase that I know many of us have heard and we still may not like, and yet serves a purpose. Hmm. Everything happens for us. And so as much as, you know, when I hear you say things nipping at us, Ooh, I've got my own things that I go, Ooh, I know what that brings up. I know, you know, and the things that I don't like and the situations and the hurts and all of those things. And I know that each and every single one of them has worked for me is working for me. If I haven't, if I haven't seen what it is yet, but it supports me in understanding more of who I am through that unpleasantness allowing myself to feel it and release it so I can move beyond it. So that's my answer. Well, I, I think it's interesting. A number of things popped up during your, your answer there um, that are really interesting to me. I think one of the things is I'm not, all of a sudden I started questioning myself. Is it really any more uncertain than it's been? It might be more top of mind, but is the you know, the lack of certainty any different than it was a year ago or two years ago. I'm, I don't know. I'd have to think about that a little bit, but it also brought up uh, as uh, Jack Canfield was my guest on the Scott Schilling Speaks a while back, and we were talking about fear. And um, he, he shared the, the because I said something about, you know, in, in these kinds of time, you know, fear pops up for many people. How do we 
address it. And he said, well, think about, and it keyed in when you said the present, present, that you have to stay in the present. He said, because it's not possible to be in fear if you're in the present. The fear is giving up the present, stepping into an imagined future with an, with an imagined result of negativity of some sort. And that's what popped into my mind when you said it's about staying present in today's good, actually. You know, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we're sitting here doing a, a TV show slash podcast right now. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, what a great way to be able to share messages with other people to be of service to them. You asked me the question before we started, why do I do this? Okay, you just got the dang answer. So, <laughs> so let's keep on going from there. So your Let Your Light Shine movement, tell everybody about that and why that's so important. Oh, it is so, so, so important, Scott. I am so passionate about the Let Your Light Shine movement. <sighs> I just got to soak that in again. Yes. So this is all about now everyone has a different interpretation of what let your light shine means, where the phrase comes from, all of that. And to me, it's all okay. What it stems from within me is it's about a person fully embracing and being who they are. Because first off, I believe that every person is light. The more that we are not being who we are, though we are naturally dimming our own light, the more we allow things that are nipping at us to impact us, we also dim our light. And the more we allow ourselves to say, uh-uh, nope, I'm going to choose to be who I am because I'm here for a reason. I'm worthy of being here just as much as the next person and the next person, the next person, the next person. What an amazing world it would be to have an entire world filled with people who own and be who they are in the world. Because I believe that every person, when they are in that space, they are organically shining their brightest. And that to me is heaven on earth. That to me is a beautiful place where we all get to have fun and enjoy being here and doing the dance of life with each other. Uh, I, I could go on and on, but that's, you know, in a brief nutshell, what that's about for me. Well, and, and something that we can all bask in again, if we make that choice, it's, yes. it's the choice of letting your light shine. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. And, and I agree with you that it's not about the stuff. It's about the, uh, what's our response to the stuff, you know, what are we putting out there and, certainly want to put out as, as much positivity and whatever Zig used to say uh, when somebody would say, Zig, are you positive all the time? He said, no, but it's a whole lot better. than <laughs> you know, I'd rather, you know, uh, be kind of shocked or, or have, have some negative stuff sneak up on me than, than allow it in purposely, you know? So, uh, the, I mean, the, the, it's, the positive is just as true as we can say the negative can be true. And so if we look at, well, wait, which one actually, which one feels better, which one actually serves me and opens up more space so that I can be more free in the world. It's going to be that, that positive side of things. Um, and I think everything serves a purpose, but it's key to identify, wait a second, how much is it really serving me and, and what I'm here to do to be stuck in the, the heavier negative side of things. Um, 
longer than is useful. You know, I, I, again, everything serves a purpose, but yeah. One of the concepts that, that I teach from a sales training standpoint of if the response from the person you're talking to isn't logical to them or, or logical to you, it's logical to them for some reason. And, and it's mm-hmm. okay that they have that reason. And one of the things, another concept that I teach a fair amount is you can either believe God's plan and timing is perfect or this negative event shouldn't have happened, but you can't believe them both at the same time. So, you know, pick which one you're going with. Um, mine is, you know, the plan and timing are perfect. And I'm, you know, so I, I work to deconstruct what's going on sometimes to have a better understanding. Same here. Does that make some sense? It totally makes sense. I, I do the same thing. And there was something you said a moment ago, I wanted to go back to, and it keeps popping in and out. Come on, come back, come back. Uh, okay. It, it left again. It'll come back. So it makes total sense what you just said. Yes. Well, it, again, we're, it, you know, it's the, it's the uniqueness of it all. So the, you know, some of the other things that you do, you're a confidence and interview coach. How do you, how do you help somebody, uh, embolden themselves, gain that confidence. It's a big word, isn't it? It is. That was a good word. That was as if you had like a list of words. What different word can I use today? That's right. (laughs) Cross that one off. Yeah, exactly. Good job. Good job, Scott. Okay. So how do I help a person embolden themselves? So much of it is getting clear on what are their truths. So what I have found time and time again, when I'm first working with a client, they are hesitant to embrace their strengths. They're hesitant to really own what it is that they're good at. And it's, and sometimes they don't fully see it. And that's, I I believe is one of my gifts is I believe I, I, I can feel like I so easily can see what other people's strengths and their gifts, the, what they bring to the table, what those things are. And, you know, if, if you've, you know, if you have that somehow hidden from you, or just have not seen it your entire life, it can really be helpful to say, wait a second. Right. Yeah. Maybe you've had a voice in the back of your head trying to tell you, no, you're really good at this. Go, go try to do this thing, you know, believe in yourself a little more, but maybe you haven't embraced it yet. I can help shine a light on that and say, yeah, you are actually good at that thing and help them release those limiting beliefs that have been holding them back, getting in the way. And it's beautiful when they finally do that. And they let themselves flow forward. And um, so that's that's a big piece of it is really getting them to own and embrace those things that are right there that they just have not been able to see for, or accept for themselves. Yeah, the, the call I was on just before we did the show, I said something about the reason I can see this is I have fresh eyes. I haven't been involved in this as long as you guys have. And um with that, I'm seeing something different. I'm not being judgmental to it. I'm just being observant to it. So when you're coaching somebody like that, you have those fresh eyes. You can actually share with them how awesome they really are. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and it started with interviews because that's what I had a lot of experience with was job interviews. Uh, and then over time, as I started a podcast, it rolled over into podcast interviews and then just everyday confidence coaching. So I love being able to serve people in all those different ways, but uh, it makes a huge difference if a person's owning their gifts and their strengths or they're not. And, um, and I'm, I'm 
honored to be able to work with everybody that says, you know what, I'm ready, Kim, will you coach me and help me get to that space where I'm no longer letting this thing hold me back and weigh me down. Yeah, that's very cool. I was looking at your website before we got started and it says, who is this coaching for? Self-aware people that, and then all the list. I thought it was interesting, the self-aware people comment. What, what's that mean to you? And what is, what should that mean to everybody out there listening? Gosh, thanks Scott for pointing that out. That's <laughs> I, I, I was to prove I actually did research. Yeah, you did. That was good. Um, so on the one hand, I'm going, yeah, that's really good. Kim, you didn't remember that you put that there. And number two, um, Oh gosh. Number two is, uh, as I'm reflecting on what I just shared with you, hmm, I don't know. I wonder if that phrase is, is, a uh, is the, the best phrase to put. Anyway, I think self-aware is so key because then, you know, as your coach is speaking to you mm-hmm. that, um, it, you don't see it as this is such a great question, Scott. Self-awareness is so key because when you are aware of yourself, you're able to look inward and recognize where you have responsibility for what's taken place, where you also have more choice in changing it. And there's also a desire to actually take action and make those shifts. So those are the things that, that I'm encompassing when I think about working with the self-aware person is someone who is knowing that there's, you know, this isn't just, oh, let me have Kim come in and then she's going to do everything for me. No, no, no. <laughs> I support you in getting the work done through your own self-awareness that it's time for you to take that next step forward. So it's a co- you know, it's a collaborative effort coaching. And, um, that's what I was aiming to touch at and, and connect with the person on is, you know, do you naturally connect inward, reflect on yourself? Okay, great. Then let's, let's take that to the next level. So. Makes a lot of sense. You know, co-creation is, is a big part of getting engagement, adopting, you know, the new, the, the exciting, uh, everything from that side. So, and there was quite a list of people that you're looking to be of service to. So that was, that was very cool. So obviously the, the, you know, from the conversation, you're, you're on the side of staying positive, being positive, um, acknowledging your strengths, um, the variety of different things that get people to journaling you know, looking at your inner genius as you're, as you're writing things. Um, how does that overall help somebody to be in that place versus so many different places where they could be, you know, being positive, being, you know, like I say, being that self-aware. This is bringing up part of what it was that I wanted to say earlier. And it's, it's, positivity is so key. I will never be that person that poo-poo's positivity. In fact, every time I hear that, I'm like, mm, that person is missing something. Um, but I have to add something to it because I, I, I know what they're speaking to when someone tries to like downplay the role of positivity. Okay. So this is kind of a, a, a over-encompassing answer that speaks back to something you said, how 
you know, what we're seeing today is not necessarily stuff that's new. There's stuff that's just being brought up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is serving a purpose because there's a tendency to brush away those things that we don't want to look at and, and deny, um, you know, just discard things that, that we don't like in the world, whatever it may be for our personal life, what's going on around us. And they come up to the surface for a reason to be looked at, to learn from owned so that we can release it and then move forward and beyond it. And so, so I'm, I wanted to speak to that and because you brought that up earlier in the conversation, as far as like the grand scheme of things, but that speaks to the individual, because I think that's, that's the same thing that happens with coaching. It's, you know, those limiting beliefs, they're not meant to, you know, they don't serve a purpose if we hang on to them forever, but when we, when we allow ourselves to look at them and own them, there's a part of us that also gets to start to love ourselves more and say, Oh gosh, look at that. You know what? That's okay. I'm human. I get to learn from this. I get to, you know, maybe forgive myself because I believed this or that, whatever it may be. And then it opens up that space for positivity. It's, it's not to say, oh, I hung on to this limiting belief for so long. I didn't know that it was there. And oh, I must be a horrible person. I'm stupid. And, um, you know, no, there's nothing beyond that. That It does not serve a purpose to let it go and to try and be positive. <laughs> that serves nothing. That, that, I mean, what is that? That's a, that's the lump that nobody wants to be around. Nobody actually wants to be in. And when we recognize that we are in it, we have the choice to say, ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I see how that came about and it's okay. And I want to grow beyond this. I don't want to sit in this any longer. And it's sort of just this natural portal that then when you realize I have choice and you can move beyond it, you glide into the positivity side of things. So does that help answer the question? Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I was, um, I was sitting thinking about the um, how, again, we have choice. Um, we have these things that we feel like we may have addressed. Maybe we addressed them. Maybe we didn't get fully after them. They're, they're brought back up into our awareness to say, you know, let's kill this sucker. Get, get rid of this, whatever that's sitting there. You know, it, it doesn't need to be here. Um, so that's, and sometimes it takes um, maybe a, uh, an environment where there's greater difficulty that gives that permission to pop back up so that it can be finally addressed and trashed and get the heck out of here. And, and Scott, I want to add to that. I think that ultimately we are all on this journey of being our best, highest self. And that deep within, none of us want to be hanging on to the things that weigh us down, the things that piss us off, that hurt us, that are fearful, whatever it may be. And so that deep inner calling, that deep inner passion for something more and something greater Mm -hmm. contributes to bringing all the muck up to the surface so we can look at it and then make a new choice about it so we can be our highest self, live our best life, move in that direction. And so I see that happening on the individual and the global level these days. Well, I mean, I, I love, I love that answer from the standpoint of 
wouldn't it be wonderful that all this stuff that's been going on is really been designed to bring us up, get rid of the muck, um, get out of it and, and live a, a higher and more true life, um, serving more people, serving yourself, you know, doing better. Um, and we're already coming on time. It's amazing how fast these shows go. So how about a little extra wisdom to leave with everybody? Leave them something big, something grandiose. Let's see. Or not. Um, you know, a phrase that I have said so much and I sometimes go, okay, Kim, that's overused. I'm going to say it anyway. It's what's coming up right now is you are amazing. You are amazing. And I hope that you will allow yourself to see and embrace that the parts of you that have been denying what you're good at, what your gift is, um, how you make a difference in the world, uh, there are so many different uh, talents and traits and uh, ways that people shine in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's so important for the individual to recognize that about themselves so they can start to see themselves more clearly. Because I believe when we own who we are, it's number one, first, yes, a gift for ourselves, setting ourselves free from the things that we've allowed to, to hold us back. And then secondly, it's a gift to others around them, because when you recognize your own light and allow yourself to be more free, be who you are in the world, you give other people that organic permission, that reminder that you too have permission to shine. You too can be that part of you that maybe you keep trying to hide or deny. Maybe you think it's, it's not okay. It's not safe to be who you are. I encourage people to get to the space where they work through that and they can start, they can feel safe and then take it to the next level and be that, be out there because you are inspiring people around you. And the more that you be yourself, you will end up seeing and hearing more of that. And I can, you know, that's a personal experience um, that I've had and heard from other people. And, and so it's, so just to remind everyone that you are light and you are love and you are loved and uh, you're an amazing gift to the world. So allow yourself, allow yourself to be that gift to yourself first and foremost. That's awesome. So how do people get a hold of you to work with you? So they can go to Kim O'Neill coaching.com and that's O'Neill is O N E I L L Kim O'Neill coaching.com. And there are links to all my coaching, the light, your light shine movement, uh, guided meditations, all these extra things that I have on there. Awesome. Thank you for being here. Greatly appreciated. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for joining us here on Scott Schilling Speaks. We'll see you again tomorrow at the exact same time. God bless.